The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. This is Rascal Toscobble, half-elf rogue. And nothing will stop me from killing Chad. It's just not in hard meat. Oh wow. The high off wizard. And I'm invincible. This is Sir Colvick Dykesy. Half orc cleric. And I like my lasagna baked. So he has this movable rod in him still? No, he basically like slid off of it as he was uh, transforming uh, back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, somebody give me a hand and let's get out of here. Well, I can say I'm trying to cook you, though. It's going to be like as big around as like, you know, those cans of steel reserve you see at the <laughs> gas station. <laughs> here I come. <laughs> <laughs> There I am. <laughs> nostril. I choose nostril. Final answer. And it would be like a green, smoky, ethereal syringe that you like conjure in your hand and mm-hmm. stab in your in your yeah, PMs in your pee hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My pee hole. Not what I imagined. That's how it. Oh, it works. That's how it has to work. So uh, I'm going to cast. Victor's Magnificent Fist. Victor's Magnificent Fist? Yes, indeed. Are you like at wiener height for him? Um, I would... Yeah, I mean, no... Are you shoving him in the wiener? Yeah, I want a GTFO. Alright, man. Are you sure? We can take these guys. I will bind my soul to the new phylactery, and once I am safely bound to it, I will release my hold on your precious chalice. And then we'll be all square, right? I'm never proud of what I'm doing with Chad the Lich, and even though I'm looking at more money than I can ever think about in my whole existence, still, really empty, really sad inside. The stress of casting this spell to produce any effect other than duplicating another spell weakens you. After enduring that stress, each time you cast a spell until you finish a long rest, you take 1d10 necrotic damage per level of that spell. This damage can't be reduced or prevented in any way. In addition, your strength drops to 3 if it isn't 3 or lower already for 2d4 days. For each of those days that you spend resting and doing nothing more than light activity, your remaining recovery time decreases by 2 days. And then, of course, the 33% chance that you are unable to cast Wish ever again if you suffer this stress. So, just make sure Wish is the last thing you cast for the day. Right. Oh no. This dice is different. Huh? Different how? Oh yeah, they're all from like the mystery bag. The rest of them are all the same. It's actually a bag of like seconds and mystery knockoff dice. Dude, did you see weird? 
I was just reading through that one. Prismatic Wall sounds pretty vicious, too. Time Stop. Cover of Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> How about Power Word Kill? You utter a word of power that can compel one creature you can see within range to die instantly. <laughs> <laughs> compel it. <laughs> or compel you to die. So it's buying, dying of its own will? Just because I said so. You should die. Oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel compelled. You make a good argument. Point taken. Guess I'll just die then. Well, bye. So with the god realm in our world, is that on a different plane? Yes. Basically. So like if we use... I was just looking at different spells like gate. I can put a portal linking to an unoccupied space to another portal plane. So that could be in that god realm. Yeah, I would say that you can use gate for that. It's funny, I was just reading that spell. Yeah, it's like a demi-plane. I can't remember how exactly I described it. But yes, you could use that spell for that purpose. I don't know, 9th level spells for a cleric are kind of cool, but I mean, all right. Yeah. Astral plane is neat. You can go around, but if somebody cuts the wire, you die instantly. That sucks. This, you can go to an altar plane, so we have one, and the rest of them are just kind of heal spells. But if I, if my cool new ability holds up, a lot of my spells are just going to be healing us instantaneously. Yeah, I should have put more monsters in this uh, next set of encounters. Nah. I was thinking, I mean, a time's coming to an end. I got a lot of spell, a lot, a lot of beans to put up things, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really haven't put a... Have we ever put a bean in a butt? No. I was say, what did we put into the bone guy? We didn't put it in his butt, did it? That made an eternal flame? Yeah, we made him eat it. Okay, it wasn't in his butt. <laughs> we have a classy time. So, did Chad give us all this money yet? We haven't received it, huh? No, you guys haven't finished the job. Well, I don't trust him. How much money do we have? Um, we had a fair amount of money. Well, this uh, true resurrection, 25,000 gold pieces. Ooh. So Cast that four times once you get Chad's loot. I mean, it's one of those things where, man, I almost don't even want to get it just because what if we don't get $25,000? What's so great about that versus just regular old resurrection? Because this one works if, like, all the pieces aren't even there. So let's say, like, someone chopped off a hand and doing it into another dimension. So you could resurrect them from their hand? Or what do you need? Touch a creature. 200 years died for any reason of old age. If the creature's soul is free and willing, the creature is restored back to life. Did it uh-huh. say other than old age? Yes. Except old age. It's interesting. Kind of disappointing. The spell replaces damaged and missing organs and limbs. If the creature was undead, it restores it to its non-undead form. <laughs> and the spell can even provide a new body if the original original no longer exists. So, now that part makes no sense. If it doesn't have a body, it can come back. Yeah, I don't know how like you touch ashes it. Ashes or you're like plain and sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. Sarcophagi. Like if I cut off my finger, could you resurrect my finger? And there would be two of me. I could clone you. Not super well, though. You'd be made of ice. Uh, yeah, I guess. Would the or- original uh, body have to be uh, dead for in order that to work? So that finger is technically... I think if you resurrected him into the new finger, like the old body would die. 
<laughs> and Duh. eat just a finger. <laughs> Ta-da. That'd be a great like teleportation spell. Oh yeah. Keep his finger in the bag and like, give me your finger and you throw it across like a <laughs> chasm or something. And then you stab him. What the hell? <laughs> oh my god. That's There's a not sweet enough room spell. for you in the portable hole. We're just gonna take a finger. That would why they made thought of that? That's a really cool idea. Or if you only have like you're crossing the desert and you only have enough provisions for one person. You kill me and Melvin. Just cut off our fingers. Cut off your wieners. We gotta stick with the theme from earlier, I mean, and then get, eat our wieners when you run out of food. I have too much years. It doesn't <laughs> they have turn to into hot dogs, like in the fucking old Tommy cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grill marks and everything. Oh, I have no. two hundred years. So I'm gonna just keep those fingers for a good forty of them, and then bring you back to life on my dead bed. <laughs> what year is it? Thanks, guys. Did we make it across the desert? <laughs> yes, we did. We did. And then thirty-nine more years went by. Boy, this is a tough decision. Which of the ablative? Which of the most powerful spells do I pick? Meow, 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 meow. Do I just want to kill a thing? Die thing. How I could just kill a man. I also have true polymorph, where I could turn you guys into any creature you want permanently. Really? Mm-hmm. And we still have all our sensibility about it. Yeah. If I got could I would I keep my abilities? So I could be a tyrannosaur with assassinate. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't quite work, depending no, on the creature you chose. It says the target's game statistics include, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the new form. It retains its alignment and personality. I could turn you into a dragon, though. Not that I'd like to be a dragon. <gasps> Why wouldn't you? Does anybody else want to be a dragon? Anybody else? Nah. No? I have a gigantic you... dragon wiener. Do we have a choice in the matter? What if you cast it on us You can turn starfish into a dragon. I, c- I could if I wanted to. It doesn't have to be uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should turn your... Falcor! <laughs> that's a luck dragon. That's different. Well then, I didn't know we were doing dragonists around here. Hmm. Has to be... There's some limitations. What is it? It says it has I think to... you get to make a saving throw if you're not willing. Also, Falcor was kind of an asshole. He was. Bullies those kids at the end of the movie. Oh god, that's right. <laughs> Fucking Sebastian. Whose challenge rating is equal to or less than the targets. Oh, if I turn a creature into another creature. Are players creatures? What's our challenge rating? Your level, basically. What's a challenge rating of a dragon? Um, Like an ancient dragon, I think, is like 22 or 24. What? That sucks. So you yeah. can never change into one of those? The spell's not quite as cool as you'd want it to be. What's the weakest dragon? Like a hillbilly Cletus Bucktooth dragon. (laughs) 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 That dragon kind of like lists to the side when it flies. He's got one tiny wing. (laughs) (laughs) Grab onto my tiny wing. (laughs) Doofus dragon. He's got a ball cut for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 21 for an ancient black dragon. A lazy eye. (laughs) <laughs> just everything is wrong with it let's just say a, an adult black dragon adult black dragon adult black dragon 14 I'm 
What's going on over there, wizard? I'm not going to take Wish. I feel like Wish is cheating. I don't like cheating. <laughs> not not in-game cheating, anyway. I, I, I take this spell called Google, and <laughs> I can instantly know anything about the game or any stats or anything ever. Also, I can look at your screen. <laughs> He's throwing Milton. I don't get also I could get my stapler back. Can you please keep my stapler can, back? Can I please keep my I said no, no salt, no salt on the margarita. No salt Burn the resort zone. Put strychnine in the guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Melton. It's the last straw. Uh, do you want to give me a roll for my hip? Oh. Are you wait, what are you again? You're a six? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And a three. Oh. Uh, you can do better. You can't do better. Three. DM failed me too. It's three plus my constitution modifier. Yeah. I rolled an eight. <laughs> Dream is over. Hey now. Hey now. Da, 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 da. I do love that song. Uh, so that's... <laughs> 22 spells? I can have 22 spells right now. Well, we did a little bit of leveling on up here. We went from level 16 to 17 in our accelerated leveling up program as we steer towards the end of our end. Ending. Then ending the end. This is the end. Not yet, but soon. But not quite yet. It'd be great if that was the lyrics in that song. You're doing the Jim Morrison, the or the Doors, rather. Not, not quite yet, the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite ended yet. This is the end. In a couple weeks or not. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, leveling. Roscoe, let's, let's start with you today, Roscoe. Tell me about your level from 16 to 17. All right, I'm going to level 17. Oh, that's a lot of enthusiasm for you. Settle down. I'm going to level 17. The first thing I did was roll for my hit points, and I rolled an 8. Plus my 2 modifier, I got 10 more hit points. Wow. And I got one more dice in my sneak attack, so I got 96 on my sneak attack now. Whoa. Wow. Only it was 69. I know. Mm-hmm. Did you have 69 at one time? That would be awesome. There's no such thing as a D9. Although... I think we now have the official VGAT product. If somebody out there with, who's like a fucking math or computer modeling major can help us make a D9, and then we can print six of them. Oh, sell the pack of 69 dice. <laughs> <laughs> there's no fucking way I'm the first person to think of this. Really? That's, there's got to be... Somebody start Googling that. I'm looking for nine-sided dice right now. <laughs> you can get a VGAT bag of six D9. Nine-sided dice. All right. This looks... All right. While you're doing that, sorry. I finished your leveling saga. Okay. <laughs> There's some of these dice look... They look like... I. They're like... They look like somebody polished a rock and just like... it's. There's no sides on them or anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't um, D9 impossible? Isn't it impossible? No, they're always possible. They make ones now that are kind of shaped almost like a bowling pin. And so it just, it just rolls, but it's flattened on enough sides. I don't know. There's not a... Oh, what's the word for it? Um, an isohedron 
where it's like all equal sides, like all the ones in you know our existing bins are. I saw some D6 the other day, and I don't remember what Twitter or Reddit, but it was like a, a longer like peg, yeah. but it was just a hexagon, and so you'd roll it and it like roll. Mm-hmm. And that- yeah, you could make you could make D9 like that. I guess it. I guess when I'm looking at these dice, I guess the tricky thing is like, how do you make a nine-sided dice uh, oh, completely symmetrical? Oh, yeah, we just make them pegs like that. Yeah. Do you know, do you get what I'm saying? Where it's like, imagine that you had like a nine-sided shape, and then just make it elongated, and they just put nine. Yeah, they have like these. They look like kind of ice cream cones. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you could make a D9 out of that. I mean, I wish there was a cooler shape. Oh my god, yeah, those look super yeah. derpy. Yeah, derpy. That's probably a better word <laughs> yeah. than I was thinking. Man, I was so I was over at uh, one <laughs> of our grab, buildings. Just grab some rocks out of the ground, put some numbers on them. These are my D9. <laughs> Poorly scrawled numbers. I ran out of whiteout, so I used Sharpie for the other half. All right. So the end of my level up <laughs> is uh, the big one. I get Death Strike as a rogue assassin. I become a master of instant death. Uh, if I surprise a creature and attack it, and I assume I would be able to use my sneak attack in that case. Uh, yeah, if you had advantage, that would get you that. Uh, the creature has to make a constitution saving throw, which is DC8 plus my dexterity modifier, which is... I should have looked into five. this before. Yes, it is five. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, plus my proficiency bonus, which is what, six? Right up there, man. Yep, six. So they would have, uh, that's 20, isn't it? Way up there. Way up in there. Way up in there. So anyway, on a failed save, uh, my sneak attack would do double damage. On a failed save? Woo. Damn. Successful save, what does it do? Nothing? Nothing. I'm sure it would be just whatever regular damage. But still, if you could do 69 damage. 69. What would be the higher? I suppose my 96 would be. Which would be the higher average? Um, well, so the main thing that you want, you want more dice with a lower number because then uh, you're guaranteed like all the ones, basically. So like if you rolled, let's say, 4d6, then you're guaranteed a minimum score of four whereas if you did 64 you're guaranteed a minimum score of six because it's the number of dice that you're rolling so you would want more dice with a lower number uh i think there is i think it's anydice.com will let you uh figure out those averages but i'm not going to go quite that far with it very good 9d6 is better for you as a rogue for doing damage than 6d9 would be 69 is better for morale yeah so you have to choose. Give him that 69. How, do you want to go for comedy? Or do you want to go for efficiency? Sometimes they're right. not Right. I feel like same. we've all made our choice. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's all I got. All right. That's a hell of a level. That yeah, is. Kolvik, let's go with your level next. Well, my level up roll wasn't as good. Um, I rolled a gentleman's two. Yes. Plus my other two for a total of four hit points. Add it on. Did you roll for him? Yeah, he got the two that I rolled for him. He rolled himself a one. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That was the, the better of the two there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've let you down. Nah, it's fine. 
I made up for it for some sweet, sweet stat increases. Um, for my extra spell, I got a level 9 spell, and I decided to go with the supporter feat of mass heal. And I can restore up to 700 hit points divided among whoever I want. Jesus. And creatures healed by this are also cured of all diseases and any effect making them blinded or deafened. Hmm. Mm hmm. No kitten. N nope. No kitten. No kitten. So, Melvin's got Melvin's got the scabies and the uh, and the lumbago. You can just wipe that out with one spell. Got the ski the scabes. Yeah. And then with divine, I forgot what it's called it now. Divine, not intervention. Divine something for the cleric. For what I do professionally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Exactly. I can get how you'd forget that. Uh -huh. Supreme Healing I, uh, is now a feat where I automatically get the highest number of dice when restoring on hit points. So on a 2d8, I automatically get those eights, which is great. And then I also, my Destroy Undead went to a creature rating of four. Nice. So you're the one that really needs the 6d9 for your healing. I do need the 6d9 of healing. My man. Yo, man. Demon. My man! My man! Yes. <laughs> Melvin? Melvin, tell me about your level. I rolled for HP terribly, and I got 5 HP. And then I now have a ninth level spell slot, and I've taken the, the spell Meteor Swarm. Ooh. I think I remember getting that spell in Baldur's Gate, which I believe they're going to be re-releasing this coming fall. They're they're like releasing that on everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nate has been playing it on his phone like crazy. Yeah, on his phone. I suppose yeah. that game's like four thousand years old at this point. And you can get the, all the versions too, like Baldur's Gate and the sequel, and then I think there was a third one even. Or so there's the third one coming out, and Nathan's excited about that. Oh yeah, that's that's why they're doing it because they're gonna make a new one. You guys ever played um, Pillars of Eternity? I've heard it's supposed to be like a badass Baldur's Gate similar RPG or something. Yeah, I've heard that about that game. I've not played it though. Can you jump around saying, this isn't the place for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that isn't the place for that. <laughs> that was very matter of fact. <laughs> I've never played it, but I'm certain that you can't do it. Do you, did you play Baldur's Gate? Did you? Ever, oh yeah, I love that game. That was you're in the tavern, and every time you try and hit the weapons button, God, what was it? There's the two. There's the human and the dwarf. That's what I always ended up playing. And it was it, this isn't the place for that. And then the other guy, what the fuck does he say? I can't do that here. I can't do that here. I can't do that here. What was the PlayStation Two Baldur's Gate? Champion Morath is a Diablo clown. No, there was a Baldur's Gate one first. I don't. I never had a PS2. It was on. Really? That was the best PS. was the best PS. Never had a PlayStation. Hmm. I enjoyed the shit out of Grand Theft Auto. I loved especially pissing off my roommate that listened to a lot of NPR. I told you guys the story, right? We're fucking, we're sitting around, and uh, so I'm sitting up in the living room, and I'm in the front of the house, and I've got my, my fucking TV, my PlayStation, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto, and it's hooked up to my stereo. Like, and I, you know, this isn't like the 70s with like the, you know, stacks of speakers, but they're pretty big and they're pretty fucking loud. And she's in the way back and she's listening to NPR on this shitty little radio, but she's listening to it at like top volume on this little crappy thing. 
it's fucking rude, right? Like, if you're in a room, you're in a house with other people, like, they shouldn't have to listen to your shit. And so I had my volume down. Would have been courteous for her to do the same. She didn't. So I didn't want to hear it anymore. So I fucking turned up the volume on my gunshots and violence. A couple minutes later, I hear her, like, shit turned up again. Ooh. So it's a so rock war you want. <laughs> so I, I turned mine up a little bit more. I thought maybe it was just a louder segment on NPR. I don't know why I thought that. And then a few seconds later, I hear hers turn up. And I'm like, well, I fucking know who's going to win this battle. <laughs> so I cranked it up to like seven or eight. I mean, it's like window shaking, you know, killing hookers up in the front room. And she came running up into the front room. She's like, like I, I couldn't hear a word she said over the violence. <laughs> <laughs> But she got really fucking pissed and was screaming at me. And I was like, fucking this, I'm fucking done. I'm going to go to the bar. But, oh, that was the worst roommate I've ever had. Did you at least put it on the NPR station in the cars that you stole? <laughs> <laughs> no, I always put it on, like, whatever the biggest, like, cock rock station was or whatever. And, and I mean, like, I think I went intentionally and, like, got a tank or something after that, too, and was rolling around. Or wait, could you get a tank? Depends on which one, but yeah, you could. Well, Grand Theft Auto 3 is the one I'm thinking of. I think you could get the tank, but not a helicopter yet. I know you could get tanks in Vice City, and that was right after 3. <clears throat> I don't know that I played fun. 3. 3 was three was my favorite. Vice City was fucking amazing, but 3 was my favorite. Anywho. You guys want to hear about Meteor Storm? All right. Blazing orbs of fire plummet to the ground at four different points you can see within range. Each creature in a 40-foot radius sphere centered on a point that you choose must, must make a dexterity saving throw. The sphere spreads around corners and creatures take 20d6 fire damage and 20d6 bludgeoning damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Does that work outside? I mean, inside. I don't know. Does the spell actually say anything about it only working outside? All right. All right, then. Rules it's as from written. from the score. I'm, it's from the sky. So will it hit us if we're in whatever area? Yeah. Don't be there, man. <laughs> that's one of my favorite ones that I've seen recently. We've never really had this situation, but that's a t-shirt that says, I didn't ask how big the room was. I said I cast fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. Anyway, that's it. I don't have anything else from my level. I feel like I should have more, but I don't. Is that enough? I think it is. You are at Chad's estate in Periprio. Well, Chad's loaned estate to you guys. Chad has left to left you guys to your own devices and said that uh, later this evening you guys would participate in the ritual to create a new phylactery for him and get him get his taint off of the old chalice the old uh, phylactery do you think he's cleaning his taint right now getting it all cleaned up i mean gleaming he probably doesn't have a taint anymore i mean oh, what, yeah. with not having skin you think that's what his biggest regret is? Not having a taint? Yeah. Who would regret not having a taint? <laughs> the ugliest part of the human body? The mm. sin bridge? Nobody wants that. Roscoe, you think something else is uglier than the taint? Yeah, probably. I thought you had something top of mind. No. Buttholes. Buttholes? But, I mean, a taint is like a stretched out butthole. Yeah. 
I think tents are neat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Title of the episode. I think tents are neat. (laughs) (laughs) It's just fascinating pieces of stretch away from your butthole to your scrotum. Like, well, wait, wait, no. I feel like there's some depth we need to get in here. But, like, why do you think that they're neat? That's where everything comes together. (laughs) Like a team. <laughs> you can't spell team without taint. Taint is like a good point guard. <laughs> I'd say it's a good middle band myself. Nice. A center. Play a D. Uh, well, that's an interesting little tidbit about yeah, you that I didn't know before. Either. That's. Uh, Did you ever think about that until this moment? Have you nope. been at home? <laughs> been yeah, at I was going to say, are we like an enthusiast, a hobbyist? Yeah. A, a prosumer? Uh-huh. Something I guess, people just say, and you're like, I like that. Yeah. I guess I can see it. I mean, would you? Th- is it like the center of a person, do you think? Mm-hmm. That's where your soul is. <laughs> 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 it's the fourth chakra. Yeah, yeah. Or what, how many, I don't know how many there are, but it's the last one. Well, there's seven, and they go, I think, wait, do they go top to bottom or bottom to top? <laughs> we move the taint, we move the soul. I'll say top to bottom. The taint is... Well, you got all that, you know, stuff beneath the taint. I mean, things hang lower than that. Things do. And that's a part of you. <laughs> that's a party to you, too. It's uh, all things. It's a thankless job being a taint. It really you're just, is. You're just doing your job day in and day out, mm-hmm. keeping things together. Mm-hmm. Just sweating, absorbing gold bond. Sweating in terrible heat. Trying not to be noticed in the world. Keeping the butthole and the balls the right distance apart. Mm-hmm. Bold Gucci. Keeping the legs from just... (laughs) (laughs) From flying apart. Grabbing a hold of as much underwear as you can. Keeping it all together. That is... You know, it's not the grossest conversation we've ever had by any means, but it may actually be the weirdest one. (laughs) That may be a high point in in, in weirdness for us, is the, the merits of the taint. They're like, the taint is like a garbage man. Nobody ever thinks of the garbage man, but it's one of the most important jobs in any city. I hope my taint doesn't go on strike. Right? I'll just... Your legs would fly apart. Yeah, just <laughs> and your balls might get too close <laughs> together. Too you don't want them. apart. Are there just... up in the middle of your back. Or, or your well, butthole's just touching your balls all the time. Know. The whole yeah, thing is just hollow your balls. Your balls go up to your belly button and just stay there? The whole thing's just cattywampus. You just gotta, you're constantly adjusting your butthole like... <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn thing won't stay in place. Oh man, I just pictured you gotta like thumb in and pull out. <laughs> like those old fashioned blinds. <laughs> well, wait, because that defines an interesting point now. Is it like, is the taint pulling everything together or is it pushing everything apart? Whatever it needs to do. Well, I mean, at any given moment, but that really adds a lot of flair to what could be going on. Like, yeah, your butt I mean, could wander the other way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get back over there. I mean, like, because one picture, like, I'm picturing Atlas holding up the world, and then in the other one, it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> Samson keeping the, the pillars at bay or whatever, or, like, pushing you apart. Add, like, so if you, you got your athletic supporters to keep your balls in place, you have, like... The butt plug on the back or something to keep your butthole in place. <laughs> it's like a butt plug with like a rubber band or a strap on it that pulls backwards. 
<laughs> feel a weird sensation like pooping out the back of your back, uh, the the middle of your back. I go, nope, sorry about that. You have to lay on a hole on your back. <laughs> lay on the to- reverse plank of toilet or something. <laughs> well, you know, and you know there'd be like like the weird old white guy like garter belt. There'd be like that, but to hold that that'd be like what's coming out of the butt plug to hold your balls back. <laughs> Suspenders. Yeah. Like- Oh god! And what Just would... two like alligator clips to grab your balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll pinch your ball skin at the. <laughs> oh, and now that just brings up what would women do? Uh... It'd just be nunchucks. and find your kid playing with him. <laughs> I'm a ninja. You think they would just come off? Come off? <laughs> the dick will take completely. <laughs> the whole body out here. Oh my god, we broke the podcast. <laughs> Johnny on the spot at that nunchucks joke. (laughs) 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 Oh, my fucking stomach hurts. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Oh, what were we doing? (laughs) Nothing. We hadn't done anything yet. Oh, wow, VGET fans, how can you tolerate us? How do you stand it? It was a very distracted session, I'll tell you what. Friends, I'd like to remind you that we have a Twitter account. You can find us there using at VGA team, V-G-A-T-E-A-M. We also occasionally keep an eye on the hashtag toothboost these days, thanks to DM Rob. If you follow us there, you'll find a handful of tweets here and there, and the occasional random notice about the show. You'll also find us on Facebook, if you're into that sort of thing. We post the occasional message on each of those, and someday soon we'll have some more artwork to share with you, so hey, keep an eye out for that. Thanks to all of you who are listening to the show and supporting us in the ways you can. We're all mighty grateful for it. And I hate to sound rushed, but that's all I got for you today, friends. It was just another regular old week for us. Let's get back into the episode. Chad. Oh yeah, Chad. Uh so when do you uh how do you guys feel about what's gonna be gonna be happening? You guys ready to participate on the ritual or whatever? Why do we have to participate? I don't remember. We gotta protect Chad. Because he's gonna be vulnerable. I think we should kill him. Are we by ourselves right now discussing this? Yeah, I'd say you guys are by yourselves. Uh well Mitch is here, but if you guys uh respectfully asked him to give you some space he would. Mitch, earmuffs. Yeah, <laughs> he just fucking puts his hand over his ears. And... Should we? Do you think we should talk to to Mitch a little bit? I don't know. 
Like, what, what are we going to get out of him? Like, we know what we know. Like, Chad seems on the up and up. Like, there's no... We've looked under every stone for some dark backstory or whatever the fuck. Like, everything's on the up and up. Like, either we're going to kill him just out of base duty because he's a lich, or we're just going to go on about our fucking business and help him out. Doesn't Didn't Kolvik have, like, a some kind of feeling from Chad? Kolvik just has does not like liches in general. I mean, it may No, you had something more, though, because you, you had a glimpse of Chad. Oh, and the interaction of him, like, going deep into my soul that I never want to really even talk to him again, or... Nope, not that either. You had some kind of interaction with him where you felt a lot of deep burning hatred from him. What, what happened? No, yeah, yeah, I, I was because telling you're him. talking about the same thing. Yeah, yeah, he, he... I upset him so much, like, kind of so rude that he glimpsed into my like heart and he just gave me this burning hatred that I've never felt before. And well, you felt I hatred. I felt hatred that I've never felt before from Chad. Yeah, and not necessarily directed at you, but you just like you felt some you felt some real shit going on there. Mhm. Did you ever feel the need to talk about it? I haven't opened up about it. No. So I guess we really don't know about it. So never mind. Mhm. Um I mean are, yeah, are we talking about like what we're going to be doing right now? We can put on our. Well, our first mind, we have to, we have to decide watch. if Mitch is staying or going. Should he stay or should he go now? Who cares? Let him stick around. Okay. If he stays, you will talk double. <laughs> um. So if he tells Chad, we will be trouble. <laughs> I got so, uh, this backwards, but. So guys, should we kill Chad tonight, <laughs> or uh, or uh, or protect him? I think we should just protect him. Okay. <laughs> I'll be looking down, looking around. I think I think Mitch goes like as still as a house plant when you start talking about this. Hey, Mitch, what do you think we should do? <laughs> oh, 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 well, I definitely am going to be there protecting Mitch, and I, I, and I, I know all of oh, you will too. <laughs> I think with with Mitch being around, possibly possibly talking to Chad. I don't think I'll really converse a whole lot. I'll probably keep to myself. Uh, hey Mitch, you know um do you know all about our conundrum and you know Chad's taint being on this really important chalice and stuff and why it's important for us to try to get it off this chalice? Oh well I'm privy to some of the high level detail. I, I, I don't know that I know all of it. Well I tell Mitch all of it. Okay. Yeah, we can montage right on through that. So you're you just like fill him in on everything you know. Yeah, be I, straight with Mitch. This was one of the things I think it was in. It was in the adventure zone that they were talking about some. I think it's Casablanca where they're like, there's like a they're like, well, let me lay it down for you, and like an airplane goes by, and like you can you know hear the propeller kind of thing goes through, and that's how they like summarize that the whole story gets told, and then they reference that again and again and again in the show, and I never stopped laughing. Anyway, that was really dumb. Sorry to go off on another show. Um, so, you tell Mitch the whole thing, and Mitch is going to roll a 20-sided dice to see how he reacts. Uh, Mitch is going to... You can tell that he's developed a little bit more, like, sympathy for you guys. So, this is kind of like, you know, like, when you, uh, like, say, like, 
you know, it's early on in Keanu Reeves' career, and you're like, this guy's a fucking dumbass, and he's just, you know, this dumb stoner that played Bill and Ted, and then the fucker can't even act, and so he did The Matrix, but he did some cool kung fu shit, and it was a great movie, so you're like, you're kind of starting to really like him, and then you find out that, like, he donated all of the money he made on that to his sister's cancer and, like, research and treatment and stuff like that, and you're like, wow, this guy's, like, the best fucking guy on the planet. So, like... You guys haven't done John Wick yet, but you're kind of in that point. You're kind of in that point where like Mitch is looking at you guys like you guys are awesome and there's a cool thing you're doing. Beyond that, he is still extremely loyal to Chad. I mean, Chad is his employer, he's everything that he looks up to, he's all kinds of other stuff. So like, I don't know if you're doing this to try and encourage Mitch to like betray his master or anything but like if you're going in that direction nothing that mitch says gives you any like hint or suggestion that he would like that's not even crossing his mind as a possibility so we're like keanu reeves but who's who's cooler than keanu reeves no one not right now well somebody's gotta be because chad is cooler than keanu reeves right now so who's chad chad's gotta be somebody it's you know i think it's like He'd be the Chuck Norris at this point. Who is cooler than Keanu? Nobody. I mean, nobody's cooler than him, but, like, I'd still say Chuck Norris probably still has more of, like, an internet meme badass reputation. Tongue-in-cheek or not. Maybe in, like, ten years ago. I haven't heard a, a, a Norris in a while. Chuck Norris jokes. He's still running into a funny one here and there. Yeah. I have it. Oh, man, I'm behind on my times, then. Spend more time fucking around on the internet. God, find some good Norris. Well... Oh, I'm going to kill Chad, for sure. So the other thing, by the way, just as a quick reminder, the thing that you do not have right now is the ingots of mithril. Uh, not mithril, star metal. We, we, we kind of called it mithril here and there, but I feel like it's cool to have something that's on brand for our little world. And we're going to need those uh, for the... for the, Or we're going to have to give up our armor that we currently have. Exude has them? She's got the ingots, yeah. So, let's weigh our pros and cons here. Like, we haven't talked about killing Chad in a while. I don't know why we would now. If we go through the pros and cons, the pros all weigh towards just watching his ass while he does his thing. Taking care of business here. Uh, we get paid. Get what we need. Go on our merry way. Chad is in charge of his little kingdom. Everybody's happy. What are the pros of killing him? No surprises in the future. What's done is done. We don't have to worry about Chad coming back to get us and being even more powerful than he is now. And we get to keep all the sweet loot. I do like loot. What do you think, Kovac? I'll just circle back. When's the last what's the last lit you've trusted or last lit you've heard of doing a good deed? Chad. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> the most recent lit. <clears throat> The most recent and only lich I've ever known. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a good dude. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally defies the stereotypes. It makes me feel bad for hating all those other liches. Liches I've never even met. Are you? What are you doing there? I'm trying to clip it. Uh, and where exactly? No. <laughs> <laughs> really did look like you were having a good time. <laughs> I, 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 was like, <laughs> I felt like you just completely zoned us out. You're like, um, I'm going to get that on that nipple. Fold on my shirt. Like, oh, that's not a nipple. 
I mean, ow. (laughs) 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 You did kind of trail off a little bit. Come back here, nipple. <laughs> where, where you, you think get, you're going? Where you going? Oh, don't, don't hide. You're fine. Don't, don't hide, little guy. <laughs> oh, my God. D- don't hide. <laughs> don't hide, little guy. <laughs> <laughs> the rub you, make you strong. Like... <laughs> but, not Gil, well... We don't really have time to go converse with anyone else around here, so we're here. We can't really... Yeah, unless we go back and get the star metal right now. Probably should. How long is that going to take? We're going to bring... You want me to bring in Exude? But we can't. She, I don't think she, she can She can't here. come here. We're inside that plane. Well, I'm not giving up my fucking shirt. Let's kill Chad. <laughs> 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 no, um... Hey, Mitch. Is there a quick way to get out of this uh, back to um, small town? <laughs> We're going to have to murder Mitch. <laughs> Were you born in a small town? Were you, were you, Are you raised in a small town? Can you breathe in a small town? Yeah, yeah. I like this. Um, <clears throat> let's. Uh, this is really important. We really have to do an errand here, Mitch, because we have some important components that Chad is going to need. We totally forgot about this. Oh, my God. Mitch is, well, Mitch is going to ask you for more detail because I don't know if he knows about, well, no, because when the first time you guys met Mitch was just after you had given the star metal ingots away Mm -hmm. to Exude. So as far as Mitch is concerned, it's the shirts and the shit that you're wearing. The shirts, the pants, and the the hoodie? Do we do a hoodie? Or just a hood? It was just a hood. It was just a hood. So as far as he's concerned, you guys were going to give that stuff up, so... You're going to explain that to him, I'm guessing? Yeah, like, um, so, like, uh, this star metal, um, uh, was, like, low-quality star metal, and we saved the good stuff for Chad. Oh, 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 oh. Well, that's, that's very nice of you to, uh, to, to save the higher-quality stuff. So, um, you have it, uh, where exactly? We stashed it. On in... a different plan of existence. Hum. Okay, but we can get there. Um, all we got to do is uh, get to Purpura. We're in Purpura. I forgot what that's like. <laughs> Man, fucking next campaign, I am doing all unpronounceable names for cities just to see what you guys come up with. You guys are in Peripreo, and oh, now I'm going to fuck it up. Redane was the town with the last stop in it. With our scholarly lich scholar. We gotta get to Rain Dang. Oh yeah, that's right. Redane. Yeah. Ring and ring a ding a ding dang. So yeah, we have to make a quick jump to Redane and pick that stuff up and then um, get back here fast as a bunny. Alright, so let's see how lucky you guys are. You guys are of an average luck. <laughs> hmm. I always hate it when I roll right in the middle. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have you guys roll instead. Why don't you all roll me up a D20? Hmm. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of, uh... Huh. Four. One. One. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the four? One, one. One, one for... <laughs> hey. One for good, though. This right? guy. Yeah. 
One's our aces. <laughs> yeah, you guys got a lot of aces on this one. So let's see here. What happens on that sort of a roll? Um, so there is a... <coughs> hmm. Mitch tells you that there are more of those little teleportation um, or uh, like portal opening wand things back in Chad's house. Chad is otherwise occupied. And so what he's going to need is for Roscoe to pick the lock on this. So you guys have to go back up to the, the estate, Chad's actual estate. And you're going to have to like break into this cabinet where he keeps all his little magic sticks for teleportation. He's a piece Mitch, of t- Mitch tells us this? Mitch tells you this. And like you can tell that there's an internal struggle because it's like, I have to basically break into something and it's Chad's stuff but if we don't do this then the ritual can't happen tonight. He has to have the best star metal. He can't just have this low quality star metal that you guys have been carrying around. And so I mean unless you guys can come up with an alternative that's the only way he knows how to get out to Redain in that short of a time. Because it's a couple days a couple weeks actually I think it was walk. Boy. You know I hate to violate Chad's Chad. Uh, Chad's Chad. But, I mean, if that's what we gotta do, I feel like it's the best course of action. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. So, we're pushing on, like, maybe 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You guys get up to the estate. And there's sort of a... There's a weird hush, but it's also a flurry of activity. Like, there's a lot more people there than there would normally be, but yet at the same time, it's more quiet, more concentrated. You can tell people are very focused on, on the big show that's going to happen later. And you know, Mitch being who he is, he's more or less got free, free reign of the castle here. So he takes you down to uh, like a basement room and to a cabinet. And at this here cabinet, let's have Roscoe make a... Motherfucking sleight of hand roll. 27. 27 is a obnoxiously good score. You, without scuffing or marring or otherwise, I mean, like, you kind of just, like, wave your hand with a bobby pin in it and the, and the doors open up, and you are presented with a cabinet, and Mitch reaches in and selects one of these little wands and says... I'm sure he would approve of this. I'll I'll make sure to to put it on my on my report afterwards. And he closes the cabinet back up and uh, draws a little doorway in the air, which poop pop ping is now a portal. It was a really weird way of putting it, but it was <laughs> what came to my mind for some reason. Ping. <laughs> <laughs> poop pop ping. And there is, uh, you can see in this, like, archway that he's drawn in the air, uh, it fades into a view of, uh, like, behind the bar in Redane. And he's like, well, I, I guess here we go. And, and he walks through. Okay. I walk through. I walk through. Also, I walk through. You're all there. The portal fades back away. And there you stand behind the last stop in Redane. You just start busting up. I'm going to kill that. Chad, I am, and then just start. I'm gonna tell you what happened, and just mouth off. You want to know what happened? He went into my soul. He he looked into me and tried to describe it the best I can how the hatred I felt, and 
trying to describe how I didn't think he was a good guy. Isn't Mitch with us? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, and Mitch is just kind of like, oh, goodness. Oh. <laughs> I look around. Oh, hey, Mitch. Hel hel hello. <laughs> so how much uh, did you hear of that? Um, I would say all of the words, yes. I heard <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, whatever, what's done is done. We should probably text Exude. <laughs> Exude, you up? <laughs> uh, let's do let's do this with a little advantage because she's hanging out. Yep, she's definitely there. She responds back. And uh, I think she knows where you guys are at. You let her know. So she pops back. She sees the four of you and kind of like starts to say something, looks again, realizes Mitch is there, and then says, um, what, what's going on? This is uh, Mitch. He's uh, Chad's loyal assistant. Yeah, don't say anything to screw this up. <laughs> Exude gives you a little bit of a funny look at that, but says, oh, O okay. We brought him as an offer. <laughs> <laughs> she looks him up and down. Oh, we need the metal. <laughs> <laughs> she says, give me just a moment. She snaps, pops back out of existence. Probably like a two-minute wait or so, and then she pops back in. Is it like an awkward two-minute wait there with Mitch? Like, Oh, for sure. <laughs> you guys probably don't even say anything. Like, you wish you... <laughs> you guys probably all wish you smoked, so at least that's something to do with your hands right that now. Like, what do you know who Exude is? Uh, yeah, I mean, he would be aware of the gods and the goddesses and, and who they are and what they do. I don't think that he knows her in the context that you guys do, as in, like... She's somewhat allied against Chad right now, but I think at this point maybe I would introduce Mitch to our friendly bartender, who's uh, what I know knows liches, and oh. is a uh, bachelor's in lichery. Are we in the bar? Uh, do you want to wait until she comes back, or do you want to do that while you're waiting? I was gonna do it while she's waiting. So maybe if she didn't want to talk while Mitch is around, get a little. Uh, oh, okay. Mitch can be over discussing someone who really wants to know about liches. So are all three of you going? Or are you some of you waiting behind here? I think just Kolvik's going. Okay. So Kolvik, after just having like sworn a blue streak about Chad's or about Mitch's boss, Chad, <laughs> is like, so anyway, you want to go get a drink? <laughs> want to go get a drink? I know a good guy who wants to know all about Chad, the great Chad. So I, you know, I was going to roll for it, but I feel like the inevitable thing here. Well, no, we, we should still roll. We should still. Should always make it rolling and random. Just me, I'm going to roll here. Actually, well, Kolvik, let's say you're going to roll for our uh, delightful bartender. God, I fucking forgot his name again. Does anybody remember that guy's name? Tim? <laughs> yeah, he had an Australian accent. I remember that. There are those who call me Tim? Tim? Oh, man, I keep wanting to say Angus, and I know that ain't right. Colonel Angus? Colonel Angus. Genghis. Man, I was close. Kolvik, you're going to roll for Genghis, and I am going to roll for Mitch. And we're each rolling to see how much one likes the other. Well, that's a 14 over here, so that's pretty positive. That's a 2 over here. All right, so... 
so you guys get into the bar, you order some drinks, and uh, you mentioned that, well, Genghis here is a, is a bit of a scholar on, on lichdom. And uh, Mitch is just like, oh my god, oh, oh, you know, you know all about liches. Oh, well, that's wonderful. I like, well, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And Genghis totally thinks that Mitch is a poser. Oh. <laughs> He's just like, you are a fucking pretender, you know, like, and he starts like dropping like fake things about liches like whoa i heard that liches can turn their fingers into bats and like <laughs> you know and mitch is just like oh wow that's interesting i've never seen uh, chad do that you know like it's just it's and i'm getting the vibe that genghis doesn't want to hang out with uh, mitch at all yeah so like you i think you like you've still got a positive interaction with genghis he's not holding it against you that you brought this lame ass into the bar um <laughs> But he is, he's just, like, it's like a little brother tagging along. Like, he just doesn't want to have anything to do with this putz. Okay. Well, I'll bring him back. Well, Mitch, maybe we're not going to get that drink. Uh, it's good, but probably not the quality you used to. And I'll bring him back to the group. All right. Let's say that that does give um, Melvin and Roscoe, let's just call it, like, five minutes worth of time with just Exude outside. So is there anything specific that you guys wanted to bring up? Like, she pops back in, and she's like, there's less of you? Yeah, we sent uh, Kolvik in with the loser. <laughs> hey, Melvin, maybe you want to cast that spell where we can all talk in our heads. Oh, you want to? Do you have that spell? Yeah, we'll have to all be together, though. Telepathic bond. Why do they want to just look at each other? Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Can Exude just talk to our brains anyway? Um, I'm not worried about right now with Exude. I'm worried about in the future. Mm. Yeah, right. Uh, so all right. So, um, well, Exude, uh, we're thinking we're gonna go ahead with this ritual. Kulvik seems to be pretty dead set on killing Chad. Um, so we're not really sure what's gonna happen. She says, "Well, provided he keeps his word, the ritual sounds like an okay way to get our objective completed. If he dies, well." That sounds like a pretty okay way to complete the objective as well. Yeah. Hey, we, we got uh, Doofus over here. Uh, did you want to torture that guy for information or anything? <laughs> he could. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying we would help. Not saying we wouldn't. <laughs> Just spitballing here. I don't think that Exude thinks Mitch has anything of value to contribute to whatever she's got going on. Episode 95, Thankless Job, was released on July 28th, 2019. We'll hopefully have a little bit more of our shit together next week on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! I feel like, I don't know, if there was a... A wiener spy out there. That's the perfect place to go and start snatching wieners inside those things. What do you mean by wiener spy? I don't know. We talked about changing wieners recently, and apparently somehow you have to get those wieners. That's true. There's wiener spies coming to chop off your wiener. 
What do they call the whole um glory hole? No, it's a glory hole. <laughs> it's a thing where something does and does not exist. Schrodinger's glory hole. Cap. Right. Schrodinger's hole. So I forget what I was listening to, but it's like like I was saying, like every glory hole is like Schrodinger's glory hole, where <laughs> you're is. you're both gay and not gay at the same time <laughs> <laughs> because you don't know if. Pow, pow, power oh, wheels. There it is. But, but, but. Oh, but oh, putter. Oh, oh right. But putter. But putter. Putter. Puttering nut butter. Peanut butter. Put that ball in my mouth.